Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is email and email marketing. Those of you who know me know that I've been passionate about this for, well, a really long time. And so has my guest. Ty Goodwin is the CEO of That Marketing Team. She's an award-winning instructional designer with 20 plus years of experience, creating learning experiences and content for Fortune 500 companies like Barnes & Noble and tech startups like Lead Pages. She's a former teacher turned corporate trainer turned entrepreneur and author. Ty is passionate about making about Ty is passionate about marketing technology and lead generation. Ty, welcome to the show. Hi, Lorraine. I am so excited for this conversation. Me too, because I fell in love with email marketing very, very early in my entrepreneurial journey, and I've never fallen out. And every now and then people will say to me, oh, but email marketing is dead. And I don't think so, and I don't think you think so. Not at all. You know, as a marketer, we take a look at the stats and marketing to this day, a few things, 80% of small business owners use email marketing to get new clients and to keep their existing ones. And the other favorite number that I have about this is your return on investment. Lorraine, did you know that for every $1 you spend in email marketing, you can expect $38 back? That number just blows me away when you think about well, I could spend a dollar on Google ads and maybe for every hundred dollars, you get a dollar back. So pound for pound email is, is a fabulous tool, but there are a lot of people that struggle because they don't have a big list. Yeah. So why don't we start there? How do you encourage people to get on your email list? How do you suggest other business owners do that? Well, yeah, our favorite way to grow our email list has been using online quizzes. And I'm not just talking about like, you know, what's your Harry Potter house, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> are you Ravenclaw? Like none of that. Um, we're about behavior-based quizzes that really help people get some insight and some understanding. Um, when I left my last day job, which was about five years ago at this point, I needed to get new, I need to get an audience, right? Because I realized if I don't have a community of buyers, I really don't have a business, right? Mm -hmm. um, I used one quiz, Lorraine. And the first time I've set it out there, I got 500 people on my email list within two weeks. Then I started using Facebook ads to drive traffic. And I ended up adding 9,000 people to my email list over four months time. Wow. Wow. With just one quiz. One quiz and one Facebook ad. And since then, we've never had to look back and try to figure out where our next client was coming from because we've always had a steady stream of people coming onto our list. Absolutely. All right. So obviously there are some things that people can do right and do wrong when they're creating a quiz. What are some of the things that you did with that quiz that you're like, oh, that was really great because that that's why people took the quiz. Well, I made it engaging, right? I made it something that was at the time it was broad enough to capture people's attention. It was called that first quiz was called what type of entrepreneur are you? 
right? And I created it because a lot of my clients were really trying to figure that out. Everybody was like, you should be a coach. And so they were going into coaching and then they hated coaching because they weren't coaches, right? So I really developed it out of a need to help my clients understand, should you be building a business around being a trailblazer, like a speaker on stages? Or should you be building a, um, a business as the hands-on person behind the scenes because you don't want to be in public, but you like doing all the behind the scenes work. So it was very valuable for people to get that insight so they would not make a mistake and start a business that was a bad idea. So I think that's where a lot of people make a mistake with quizzes is they're very gimmicky, but when you're done, you don't really feel like you have anything actionable. And it really sounds like this quiz, people lined up to take it because they they felt like they were going to get something really meaningful and valuable as a result. Absolutely. And that's one of the differences between a quiz and a survey, which is what a lot of people create is a survey. And see, a survey is me just telling you what I already know about myself. Like I know how long I've been in business. I know how many kids I have. But when you give someone a quiz that's really well designed, they get insight that they didn't have before, which makes it amazing for them because like, oh, now I know what mistakes I'm making. But here's the other side that we love. As an entrepreneur, I get so much more than an email address, which now makes my email marketing personalized and more meaningful. Absolutely, because they've revealed things about themselves in that process that you can then put that person in this category or this category and go, oh, this person is interested in being a speaker. This person is interested in being a coach. Well, I'm going to send different emails. So speak to that a little bit. How many segments, mm-hmm. how often do you update your segments? Yeah. Because it, it isn't a one size, email's not a one size fits all. And not, not in this day and age. And I think that's what people get wrong when we talk about um, one of the mistakes that people make is they send these generic emails to everybody. And what we're talking about is segmenting your audience, right? You're going to segment them based on how they answered the questions, what, um, what um, outcomes they fall into. So that way you're sending them the right content and the right offers at the right time. A really, really quick example, you know, let's say you were working with people who were, you were a health coach and you were working with people who wanted to lose weight. Well, the way you would talk to somebody who needs to lose weight so they're not on medicine for diabetes is going to be very different than the way you would talk to a new mom who's trying to lose that last 20 pounds of baby fat. And if you talk to them the same way, you're going to turn someone off or miss the opportunity. So you segment them by the problem or their motivation. Like, so, you know, once you lose weight, what are you going to do? I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to be able to get rid of this medicine, right? And just because I asked the question that way, now I can target my emails and personalize them. And that's the secret sauce. Segmentation allows you to personalize your emails, which means you get more open rates, which means you get more clicks, which means you get more sales. I love that process early, early on. I used to use the metaphor of walking into a store and if there was nothing to try on when you got to the store, but just pictures of dresses, would you be happy? (laughs) Would you stay? And the answer is no. But if you give me something to try on, and as you said, if I came to your website and I have this quiz and I can try it on and it fits or it doesn't fit, but now you can be the tailor almost in the backs going, yeah, 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 I know that red dress is great, but let's take it in a little bit in the waist and it'll be just right for you. Uh Uh-huh. 
And that's really, that's your secret sauce. Yeah, it is. And that's how folks that are doing really well with email marketing are making it work. If you're too generic, too general, um, you're not really delivering value and you're not really connecting with people, um, you're going to miss. And when I hear people say, oh, email marketing doesn't work, it's usually because they're sending out generic messages and treating everybody the same way. And that just doesn't cut it these days. Absolutely. Okay, you've got this list of 9,000 people, 10,000, 20,000, whatever you have. You get so many people that play, play with you right away and you take them out of the mix. How often do you keep going back to those others? How do you change it up so that maybe you hook some new people? What do you do to kind of re-energize that list? Oh, that's such a great question. And so, you know, we always have what we call reactivation campaigns. I'll go back to the numbers so people don't get a different expectation when it comes to their numbers, right? So just so folks know, on any given email list, you can expect that only 3% of your audience is ready to buy and take action right now. That's it. Mm -hmm. 47% are out there trying to, oh, I'm evaluating. I'm not sure if this is for me. Keep sending me emails and maybe. And then you've got 50% of those people who are just never going to buy from you. And I know that's sad. It made me sad, which is why I started using a quiz because I needed to get more people. But 50% of those people, they might just be nosy. They might've did it because it looked cool, but they're no longer interested. And so we go through and we clean our list often. We reactivate them. Maybe we'll create a new quiz or we'll have a new webinar or a new something that will say, hey, if this is where you are, click here. Or simply, you know what we do? We ask people, imagine that, Lorraine, <laughs> right? Hey, you've been on my list. You have been opening my emails. I'm curious, what is your biggest challenge right now? Mm-hmm. And let people respond to you. If they're not responding, you know, after move them off your list, it's okay. You are always going to have that steady stream of people that are coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Because you've got a lead magnet out there that's bringing people into your funnel on a consistent basis. Oh, I love that. The first time I really cleaned my list, it hurt so much. But my list was 20 years old. Now, I have people who have been getting my email literally for 20 years. And they still open it. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome. And then I have a lot of people who those email addresses aren't good anymore. They've changed jobs. They've Mm -hmm. retired. they've, They've done all sorts of things. I'm no longer relevant. And it took me a while to go, okay, so we're going to break up. Bye-bye now. (laughs) But now I can focus on the people that are interested. Absolutely. It's like dating. Mm -hmm. And we make a lot of references to marketing and dating. You know, like there are some people who are just not in your pool of selection anymore. Uh, You know, you've changed, they've changed, they moved away, you know, whatever it is. You don't hold on to them and say, well, I may want to date you. Let me just keep you let them go, you know, so that you can really attract who is meant to be in your life at that time. Absolutely. Ty, this was fabulous. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Great conversation. Absolutely. And I'm going to encourage anybody who's listening, if you are intrigued by some of the things that Ty has shared, be sure to check out thatmarketingteam.com. There's tons of great information and a quiz or two that may show you where your next adventure is going to be. And if you are looking for other tools, tips, trends, and tricks to build your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. 